This episode of this podcast is making me thirsty is brought to you by Schnitzer's Bakery. People take buses to get out, right? Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. This is episode 21. In this episode, we have our first official guest, uh, Mr. Al Dukes. You may know him as the executive producer of the Boomer and Geo show on WFAN in New York Sports Radio. Uh, previous to that, it was the Boomer and Carton show. Um, he's also an avid Seinfeld fan, and um, he was a great guest. We want to thank him for joining us. And um, yeah, check us out on Twitter at this thirsty at this thirsty. Um, check out all our other episodes. We go through every. Seinfeld episode. We rank them. Um, check out our previous 20 episodes if you like what you're hearing and uh, pass it on to somebody else, please. And uh, yeah, we're also on YouTube now as well. So you can check us out on YouTube. Just uh, go to YouTube to uh, this podcast is making me thirsty. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy. This is episode 21 of this podcast is making me thirsty. Al Dukes. All right, five o'clock. Hopefully, he has the right link and he knows he's going in Zoom. He got it. He got it. He's not going to show up right on time. He always show up a minute late. I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be punctual. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I never had a meeting where I brought the other guy to, to show up. That's one of there my go. lines ever. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's here, dude. Right on time. Yeah. Got to admit him. He's just doing audio. He's not doing video. All right, we could just we could just do audio. Hello, Al. Oh, you want to do video? Hi. It's totally up to video, you. Right? It's totally up to you. We All were right, letting. Hold on. We're, we're we're showing our face, Al. We didn't want you to think we're psychos. <laughs> yeah, we want right. you to know that we're just normal guys. That's all. All right, fair enough. Let me see um, how I do. Uh, we've never video. shown our video uh, on our previous twenty episodes. So this is the first. We're doing it just for you. Oh, all right. Let me see if I can <laughs> get in there. You, can you see me now or not yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Okay, good. We're good. Thanks for joining, man. Some of this really, out of uh, this well, listen, awesome. this is a quality topic. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people that want to start up, like people always, you know, they they will reach out to me and ask about starting a podcast and all that stuff. And I'm like, it can't just be you and your friend hanging out. It's got to be, unless people know you from somewhere else, it's got to be something specific. So I think this is a great idea for a podcast doing you know, things about Seinfeld. It's very specific. So if somebody searches Seinfeld on podcasts, they'll find you guys, I would think, right? We hope. Yeah, that's that's what you're yeah. here for. Give us a little bit All of right. a bump. <laughs> we got about and five Jerry people I, listening right now. So Jerry and I uh, discussed it on the podcast today. I told him I was going to be a guest on the show. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Very cool. We used, uh, we used your name and it was all, or the, the podcast name. So it was all good. Yeah. Thank you, man. Wow, this, was, that the, was that in the five o'clock hour? I listened. That didn't, unless I, I oh, missed no, it. Oh, no, no. It was in our podcast that we do afterwards. Gotcha. Ah, okay. okay. Cool. Well, yeah, this is this podcast, Making Me Thirsty, episode 21. And uh, we we told you we'd get our guest, and we got a guest, fellas. I'll let uh, nice. O'Hara introduce. So today we're very happy to welcome Al Dukes, the executive producer of the Boomer and Carton slash now Geo show for 13 years, right now, Al? That's right. Um, very long time. 
Yeah, and most recently, he just mentioned he does a podcast with Jerry and the morning show from 5 to 6, which is a great show because he really doesn't get into sports as much, which is great. Right. Um, Al is a, a 1992 graduate of Keene University, and the reason I bring that up is it's 1992, which as we bring it back to Seinfeld, that's that wrapped up season four for Seinfeld, right? Right. So, and here's my thought on the demo wheelhouse of Jerry fans. Al, you're yeah. you're probably you're about you're 50, just turned 50. I just turned 51. 51. Okay. And so I relate everything to my family. A family of six. I have a sister who's 51, down to a, a sister who's 38. Now, I think the demo wheelhouse for Seinfeld is 1973 to 1982. I, I base that on my brother being born in 1973. He got me in. So my two oldest siblings who are 15 above, not big Seinfeld fans. So really curious, A, when you got into it. So, and if you think about the show, my guess is I could be totally wrong here. There's no science here. Eddie Scazzeri is probably not that into Seinfeld and neither is Gio, but, but you are. Yes. Fair? I think Gio might be. Uh, Eddie, no idea. Doesn't get any <laughs> Seinfeld references that I do no. on the air. Jerry watched sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, and I think Gio probably watched, but I'll know that he was like hardcore locked in on it. Right. So did you have friends that were into it since? since no. Yeah, go ahead. So when I, when I was in, when I first started college, first was graduating high school is when we, we got the uh, VCRs, you know, those were cool things to have. And uh, I wanted something to tape. So every night I would tape the Letterman show and I loved the David Letterman show when it was on NBC at 1230 at night. And I got so much from that show, uh, musical acts that I'd never heard of, which I now, people that I still listen to today, stand-up comedians that would come on. And that's where I first saw Seinfeld. So I was really into Seinfeld from his Letterman appearances. So when I heard he was getting a show, I started right from the get-go. You know, when it was, I think, just four episodes and I was hoping for a renewal, you know, because I didn't feel like there was anything at that time sitcom-wise that I was into. So... I was locked in on Seinfeld from day one of the of the sitcom. So 1989, yeah. I mean, your other options were like Alf at that point, I think. Um. Yeah, which I was a big Alice fan one day at a time, that sort of thing. Alf was big back then as well. Yeah. So I, was, uh, I did watch those things. But this felt like a show that was more, you know, as they described wanting the show to be, as Larry and Jerry did, of two guys kind of hanging out and what their relationship is and the weird things they talk about, you know, it was a show about that, you know, which everyone, you would know, say a show about nothing, but everyone can relate to it. And because everyone thinks that's them and their friends, yeah. I think that was what the the success of the show was. And you, and you said day one, you, you were hooked. So there wasn't a specific episode that like, no, put you over the top. Okay. No. What, um, so we, on this podcast, we've gone through every single episode in all our previous episodes, <laughs> episode by episode. And we, uh, in I the saw last, that. I went, yeah. I went oh, through you your, uh, oh, well, nice. I went through your, your show topics. I was Guy, like, oh, yeah, yeah. really breaking it down. <laughs> yeah. We broke that every episode and then we ranked them. And so, right. you know, we, we pretty much agreed in our top five for the most part, the phone message, uh, the red dot, the limo, the alternate side, the contest and our bottom five, we were very similar. The junk mail, the frogger, the millennium, the Susie, the dealership. We basically, you know, our favorite seasons are really two, three, four, and five. And then, you know, we weren't obviously too keen on eight and nine. Um, yeah. Just curious, you know, where your sort of favorite episodes are, maybe your favorite seasons, anything kind of sticks out to you? 
Well, the, the first episode that was my favorite for a long time was the Chinese restaurant. You know, I remember watching that with my sister and, and she was just having a great time with like when he's, when the, when the maitre d' is calling for Cartwright and he doesn't think it's him. It was just, it was really just the, the, the thing of them waiting for a table in real time, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, but for me, my all time favorite episode is uh, the Kenny Rogers roaster episode. Really? Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa, this is controversial. Hold on. And, but, and here's the interesting thing <laughs> yeah, about it. Hear. So, when, when, when I know when Larry David, you know, I love Larry David. Right. So, I know there were some seasons post Larry David where I was like, ah, those are probably the garbage episodes. Da, da, da. And yet, one of those episodes is the Kenny Rogers roaster. Yeah. I just love the way they did the Jerry and Kramer reversing sure. uh, personalities and him coming in and doing, I'm on no sleep, no sleep. Kramer reacting to that red light. I mean, it was, it was just tremendous. I, you know, we, fair. We, it's fair. It's me, fair. Me, it's me, fair. Me, me and my friends. Me and my friends would go around saying, oh, that's not going to be good for anybody, you know, when, when different things would come up in life. So I don't know. That one just really has always stuck with me. Well, it's funny. I, I, we just referenced that episode before you got on out because uh, that's where Jerry bumps into his college friend who blows off the yeah. meeting. So yes. with Jerry and I, I literally just blew off a meeting at work to do this. Yeah, so, so I blew uh, off right. a meeting for this uh, this call we're having that's right not, now. And that's not going to be good for anybody. <laughs> that's not good for anybody. <laughs> that's, 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 that's season seven. seven. Yeah. That's season seven. So you're still talking. Larry David's still there, right? But Sharon's isn't directing. Um, but but here's the thing. Wait, was Larry David there in season seven? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, it was he? He was there in okay. seven. Eight and nine, he was gone. So he was still there. I do agree the switching places was great. Um, but you mentioned that's not going to be for anybody is one of your lines you reuse. So that's one of the things we talk about all the time is reusing lines. You also mentioned Cartwright. I use Cartwright as my password for many things. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that on air, but I do. Uh, like, you know, Cartwright, we all have our lines we use. Any others besides, uh, you know, this, you know, the one you just used from the Kenny Rogers? Anytime anybody mentions somebody being bald, I go, he was, I was bald. <laughs> uh, great one with the toupee. Love it. Love it. I do that one all the time. Um, was bald. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. one is that one I'm always doing. I, I can't remember any off the top of my head. The other ones. Yeah, we have a lot of just subtle. You know, you're not Penske material. You know, a lot are tied to George. Well, actually, you know, a lot of them are tied to all of them. I mean, see, see, I pre, I prefer to do them to people that don't know what I'm saying, but other people do. So I love to do it on the warm up show with Jerry because he doesn't for the most part, know the references, but I'll get tweets sent to me about, <laughs> oh, I, I got the Seinfeld reference you just did. That's awesome. Exactly. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I kind of use it in the same context and depending yeah. who you're talking to, which is shocking. I thought, Jer you know, Jerry's a Jersey native. He's in that, what, 45 to 50 range. Yeah. It's it's interesting how he didn't, uh, I guess, succumb to Jerry as, as much as people like we do. Another interesting piece, we mentioned like Stern, you mentioned music, Springsteen. And again, I have no science behind this either, but like Seinfeld, Springsteen and Stern, I don't know what the correlation there is. Al, do you have any take on that on why? Well, I think all fans are, are fans of that. Is it it's just the Northeast thing or? Well, I think Howard Stern was at his peak when Seinfeld was probably at their peak as well. So I think probably in this area, um, if you liked, Although, you know, one is one was more 
kind of in your face and one was more subtle, Seinfeld right. being the subtle one, of course. So I don't know. I just think that era for me, it was like Stern, Letterman, Seinfeld. No matter, like th those were my three guys that I was into. No matter what they did, I was involved. I was on board. Book, I'm, I got the book, videos, whatever it was. So you you mentioned I, we we were doing some research too before uh, you came on. We saw an interview with you uh, on YouTube with Gina, um, and you had brought up the thing about the niche, having a niche, and not being yeah. you know just two clowns talking. And we got that, and we're <laughs> trying to get more people listening. Now we got you on. But one of the other things you brought up on that interview was when Jerry called into the show. Uh, I guess Carton was was bashing him or something. He called in. Was that the first time he called in? And does. You yeah. know, when, when he was calling in, is there any like tidbits that you can share like on the record that I don't know like, how close, you know, how do you become a fan of the show? We're just interested in that kind of journey. I think uh, he, I think he's just a sports, you know, he loves the Mets. So I think it. he just listened to sports talk. And over the years, um, when Craig was making fun of the marriage ref, the, oh, yeah, the show Jerry did Poppin. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like killing him for it. So Jerry's PR guy had emailed me and said, hey, Jerry's a fan of the show. He heard you guys bash in the marriage ref. He wants oh, to so come on and defend it. Okay. I didn't so that time that. I knew. That Got time it. I knew it was happening. So we put him on. And then it had been probably two years or so. And Craig brought up something else about Seinfeld. And he goes, Al, call Seinfeld. I go, uh, Jerry, if you're listening, give us a call. And he called. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was awesome, too. Um, and then he also one time sent Craig... I, I think it was like an Abbott and Costello CD or something. And he wrote Craig this uh, note about how, you know, I think you would enjoy this CD. You know, it, uh, you, you remind me a lot of these guys. You have, he, he said nice things about Craig in this note where he sent them this CD, like old comedy sketches. Uh, so that was cool too. And one time when uh, when Jerry called in and he was waiting on hold, uh, you know, Craig used to always go, hello, yeah. right, right, whenever, whenever, you know, yeah, he would, he would do that. So I, I, I don't know why I probably was nervous and, and I, I don't like keeping people on hold for a long time. So if we're in the middle of a break, I try to just have a conversation if I feel like they're up for conversation. And I said, uh, I said, oh, I go, uh, I go, you, you, do you ever hear Craig doing that? Hello. He goes, oh, Craig uses that? I go, uh, yeah, he does it all the time. And he just, in a very Seinfeld way, he goes, oh, that sounds like a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. So there's, there's a, there is a WFA connection with, with Jerry, right? With the schmoozer, he, he calls into him. And, I, and I believe he referenced you, Al. I, I'm making this up. It could be, a, it was a Time Magazine article or something, right? Where It was um, a USA Today uh, that's article. Right, yeah he was uh, promoting comedians and cars. Yeah. And he said that somebody asked him about Twitter and, and he said that he liked my Twitter feed, which was shocking. I remember I was out, I was out at a bar in New York city. It was during the day and I was getting all these follows on Twitter, which I, and then when I was looking to see where people were from, they were kind of all, they were from all over the country. It wasn't like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut type of people. So, and I even like searched my name, nothing came up. I, I searched uh, boomer and, Carton, nothing came up, and or and then it, it, he had referenced me as Al's boring tweets. He didn't say my name in the thing, but he said there's a guy who produces the sports radio show I like. He's just a regular guy with good observations at Al's boring tweets. So Did that, that was literally that made your day. Huh? And I oh should have known. 
I, I used to work at USA Today. I should have known that was a reference. I apologize yeah. to all of <laughs> USA Today. Oh. But it was the weekend edition, which is... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the other thing was... Uh, yeah, so we we... As I mentioned before, we're into seasons, you know, one through five, six is okay. Seven is getting there, but eight and nine, we're always a little bit uh, critical on. Yeah. Dave wasn't there. A lot of those episodes were duds. But uh, O'Hara loves to bring this up here, my partner, about how Jerry likes to say we went out on top. You know, we were number one in the right. ratings. You know, ratings-wise, yes, you went out on yes. top. But quality of the show-wise. Agree. Yeah, I mean, do you, that's what we want to get at. Do you agree with that? Yeah, that's our take. Totally agree. Uh, I don't like any of the episodes where, where it, was, it was not really probable to happen. It wasn't possible yes. to happen in real life. It got crazy. So, it got crazy. Right. So my, the one that I use as an example all the time of, you know, the, the, the series was all about, like, things that would happen in your real life, right? But George becoming smart because he doesn't have sex and Elaine becoming dumb because she has sex totally idiotic made no sense like that's just stupid this is not gonna happen like i hated that one even george's uh fiance or wife whatever she her licking the envelopes and dying that was stupid you're talking like to the right that. guy here that's O'Hara. O'Hara's got real with that one yeah, yeah. 20 years later re-watching it I, I put that in my bottom five so yeah for, for the most part and my whole thing on elaine once she lost the poof she was done. George yelling. I think, I think we're on agreement there. He just became bad, but, yeah. but you know, George, you know, seasons two through five, he's, you know, Mount Rushmore of TV characters. Right. Right. For yeah. me, Jerry was the rock throughout, even though I didn't like seasons eight, and nine, he was consistent. So I'd love to hear your kind of rankings of the characters, but I guess consistency? Before we get, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, or just it, who you relate to or who you like the most or things like that. Yeah, just on the main yeah, four. I think it's weird. Like I'm uncomfortable watching like the first season or maybe two where George is doing a Woody Allen impression. Right. Totally Woody Allen. Kramer's yeah. doing the dude from Taxi, right? Jim from Taxi. I didn't like those. When they found their own voices, I liked them much better. When they found their own characters, I think. Uh, I think Kramer, I thought Jerry, of course, was most consistent. Then Kramer, I would think, because he was so such an oddball. But my favorite would have to be Jerry and George. I love that dynamic, that relationship they had. Um, what about, you know, I, really, um, yeah. I really related to, there was one conversation. It was in, uh, I think, I actually looked it up because I wanted to get the name of the, uh, the episode right for you guys. I think it was the engagement, right? Where, where George, what happened? What season was that? The engagement. You guys seem to know right off the top of your heads. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, that's five, isn't it? No, six. No, no. Sorry, it's six. Six. Yeah, yeah, okay, six. so so when George and Jerry are, are just at the diner, it's a great scene. Have, one of the best scenes yeah, of all time. Yeah. Well, exactly. I would say one of the best scenes in tell when they go. We, you know, we're not men. Like, right. what are we? What are we doing here? I can so relate to those conversations. You know, I'm 51. I'm not. I'm not married. I've never been married. You know, so I've been in those situations, like George has, where it's like, yeah, what am I doing here? Let's just get engaged, and then, or like the breakup happens. You go, what did I do? I did the wrong thing, 
what is my life? We should get back together. You get back together. And as you're walking up the steps to the apartment, you're like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm in this again. I got to get out. Right. It's Agreed, so relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, when we're out, we want in, when we're in, we want out. It is. It, that's that was the best, such George. a relatable thing to me. I agree. That's one yeah. of the best George scenes of all time. And then you get so mad at Jerry. We had a pact because Jerry, Jerry's like, wait, shake your head. I don't know what you're talking about. You get so mad. Yeah. So mad. It's those, yeah, it's those little moments Jerry and George had it. Even, even Kramer and George, right? When Kramer is going off to California and he's talking to George about does he yearn and like, yeah, it's, it's those like just those moments are great. And like I said, Elaine, I feel like really, you know, once they brought, and I like Putty on other stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I didn't love him in Seinfeld. Like it was just, that's when the, the show I think started to decline where like he was like a featured character and it was all about relationships. So uh, listen, a lot of, a lot of these 20 years rewatching this again, a lot of everything pretty much is on par with how I, when I watched it live, yeah. the killing of Susan watching it this time really rubbed me the wrong way. 20 years later, do any episodes now bother you as a mature Al Dukes? Hmm. Well, like, like rub me the wrong, like rub me, rub me the wrong way differently than when they first aired. Yeah, not not I that know. the contest is going to rub you the wrong way, but I guess there's some like politically incorrect things, which obviously they oh, couldn't do. Oh yeah, anything. yeah, I love those. Yeah. To, me, to me, the things that and there are so many of them, the politically incorrect things that you know wouldn't air today. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they don't rub me the wrong way. In fact, I, I like that they aired. Not only that, they're still airing them. You know, you'll still occasionally not always catch the Puerto Rican Day Parade episode. It's not banned. Like, I think it was banned for a little while where it wasn't being rerun. It'll, it doesn't rerun at the, at the rate the other ones run. Uh, mm-hmm. or where, where George and Jerry are supposedly gay, uh, <laughs> or the, when Jerry, oh, okay, here's one that's a little strange, is the, when, uh, George's mom keeps getting the Asian woman calling, uh, her phone line, and they talk mocking the Asian accent. Like that would, I don't yeah. think would fly. Donna Changstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I was getting advice from an Asian woman, not a woman from Long Island. Oh, man. Speaking of Estelle, so speaking of Estelle, we went through the main four. We like to ask, like, the secondary characters, not the main four. Like, I'm a big Klompus guy. Jack Klompus, I love. I love Frank and Estelle, oh, yeah. obviously. I count them as secondary. You know, uh, O'Hara mentioned Putty. Uh, some of your secondary characters that steal the scene, sort of. Like, we always loved um, Bookman in The Library Cop. was Bookman, always a fantastic yeah. one. J- Elaine's dad in the jacket is one of my favorites of all oh, time. Oh, yeah. Very uh, intimidating, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if you have any, like, secondary characters that sort of stuck out. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. The, the strange thing with the secondary characters is it has ruined them for any other uh, acting job they do beyond that. Bookman is always Bookman, and it will it will break that uh, fantasy of you're watching a TV show where uh, the guy who played Bookman is now like a cop on a real drama. And I'm looking up and go, "That's Bookman." Right, right. You know, well, I guess you can't get nothing. Probably, yeah, right? I don't like Banya. Like I like <laughs> ba- I, I did like Banya. 
<laughs> as a secondary as a secondary character although i don't know how long like was he around on a lot of episodes he probably wasn't on a uh in a he was ton in of nine or eight i looked him up we wanted to get him as a guest so i looked him up yeah. actually uh, <laughs> See, he, i think he could get that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a tough tough guy to guess uh we've been yeah. trying man no i haven't reached out to him yet <clears throat> what do you got Ohio? what is he doing <laughs> yeah great question uh, um no, yeah. no, good. I do like you know uh, the, the shop, the shop owner. Wait, what, what shop? What shop owner? The shop owner had little Jerry. I like. Oh, <laughs> he was good. The checks. Little Jerry. <laughs> the clowns. Yeah, little, little, little Jerry ran by, ran to Newman to thirty seconds. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so we, another thing on our topic, we use the term pink hat fans a lot. Oh yeah, I think big, I, big on pink ass. I like Garden maybe used to use this, right? It's like uh, referencing people who like the Yankees but only know like Jeter and right. you know they America. suffered through like eighty, you know, nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety six. Oh right, yeah. Uh, they just all of a sudden woke up and the Yanks were in the World Series in ninety six. They're five years old, wearing their pink hats. Right. So, so I, I that is, that exists for Seinfeld as well, right? Like the yada yada fans mm -hmm. and Festivus, like those oh. fans bother me beyond belief like I, ranking yada yada like i couldn't even put it in the top 100 just because of that fact even though when we broke down the episode actually wasn't that bad but the yada yada piece was like to me nauseating yeah. what are your uh your, what are your thoughts on those like later That's, years where it was just gimmicky in, a, in our opinion yeah. uh festivus i have no use for i don't and every ah, okay. year whenever it Fair is enough i'll hire likes that people, one I get people on Twitter, Al, it's Festivus time, yeah. time to air your grievance. I'm like, get lost. Stop <laughs> Festivus. Stop spare a square whenever there's a reference to the toilet, to the, you know, in a bathroom where there, we were out of, uh, there was not a lot of paper in there. I need someone to spare a square. That I hate. Mm. Festivus more than anything. 100% agree. Spare Square was actually a great episode. Great episode, yeah. yes. Right. That's the Tony and, oh, episode with the uh, George and they go rock oh, climbing. So you forget that, that, that we had to rewatch yes. all these again. The yes. titles of the episodes uh, kind of matter. You're like, wait, yes. the stall, which one is that? And then you realize, oh, right. that's the one. And so you rewatch Tony. Brought, brought it back, you know? Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> yes. Um, Holy cow, man! We're 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 doing it right here on time. Uh, and the no the, the the no soup for you when when you can't have something, uh, people go no soup for you. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not a fan. Not a fan. Right. Of that. yeah, that, that's Stupid. like seven seasons seven through nine. Again, I think it was when the director, like Larry David, left. Yes, but Tom Chiron's. I don't know how deeply you look into the directors, but like you could tell something just they went for gimmicks versus. Yeah. And listen. The rating, listen, these guys are cash and checks. The ratings were there. It was built in. I get it. But you know when a show just isn't, isn't right. And, right. Uh, you know, through nine, my partner here loves The Rye, which, you know, it's a good episode, but, you know, all-time great? No, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's not like that. the two guys in the limo with O'Brien and Murphy. I mean. It, See, I don't like that one. The limo. Really? You don't like the limo. All right. Don't care for that Interesting. One. Interesting. Well, they both one of our favorites. What about it? That was a two-parter, wasn't it? No, you're thinking of um, what could you be? Thinking Hernandez was a two-parter. Yeah, Hernandez. Yeah, where they go, where, the the where limo he is when George. No, that's oh, I know what you're talking about. The limo is when G George is picking Jerry up at the airport, and then they yes. get the guy's limo, and they think he's a white O'Brien. Brian Murphy. Yes. That whole yeah. thing. 
uh, we, we yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't a lot. know. It just, that one didn't do it for me. Not a fan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's what this is all about. You know, you can't yeah. like all of this. That's why we <laughs> like if, I, if I'm clicking thing. around and that's on, I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving on. Oh, wow. That's what Howard's yeah. criteria. That's what we always talk about. Yeah. Will you moving watch on. it when you're flicking the through? So right. That's, no. a move on. All right. that's a move on. Got it. Um, <laughs> I'm, getting a look, I'm getting a look like, of disgust. Well, no, I mean, everyone's got their own thing. We just—that's <laughs> our criteria. That's when you said that. Like, well, listen, limo, yeah, limo was ranked number two for me all time. Yeah, it was like three. I think it was like three for me or something. Where I don't know. Just that. Listen, Al, yeah, three for me. My uh, my confirmation name is George for crying out loud. My mother okay. still thinks it's because of Saint George. So, I, you know. Anything he does was a big deal back then. But uh, Tippy Toe, the the apartment, yeah, was the apartment that was number one for me. Full message. That's that. yeah. him and him and Jerry together waiting for the girl. I don't know, like those, and then him calling, leaving messages, like. <laughs> and again, that's something you, Just you have control over these days, right? There's yes. no uh, there's no answer machines anymore. So right, and I'm I'm curious oh, when yeah. Seinfeld hits netflix next year like will that bring about a new demo like like i mentioned you know i don't know like, yeah probably will um but i'm just curious about like the sitcom today like will it ever come back i know you're a big like radio guy and you have some analysis there based on like right the the consumer now has all the information but like can yeah. sitcoms can sitcoms come back can there be another jerry I, I can't think of one that I was even into in the last 10 years, maybe more. Like, I, I couldn't get into I but I didn't get into any of them after Jerry. Like, I didn't like uh, any of the sitcoms that starred stand-up comics that were big. Tim Allen, Ray Romano. I don't watch any of that, that stuff. It all felt kind of cheesy. Yeah, it's a little gimmicky, right? Gimmicky. Um just I just had a question for you there and it slipped out of oh, my mind. No, oh, it's gone. Ah, it's all right. No big deal. When uh ah, totally lost it. It's all right. <laughs> it Something you mentioned. You, yeah, go ahead. It, it is confusing when you look at the ep like I I feel like I've seen these shows a million times, right? So there would be years on end where I'd be on TBS where I get pissed off during March Madness. I'd be like you're putting a random game of a college I never heard of in place of the Seinfeld rerun, but to still not know which episodes go, like which storylines go with which episodes, I have no idea. Even after all of these viewings, you know, that to know that uh, uh, the only ones I could really remember is like the chicken, the, the Kenny Rogers, because that one I was locked in on. But all the other ones, where it's like uh, George is at the garage getting his car fixed with the Clark bar is the same as uh, Elaine's uh, toilet paper. I mean, like so many things crisscross that I have no idea that they were even in the same season and they were in the same episode. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, re rewatching it, it took it took a discipline and and like I said, the titles kind of screw you up sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I, when, I, you have, I, when you have and even your favorite episodes, right? Like yeah. You yeah. Know, I like the Hamptons season five, like a great line there is, you know, Kramer saying she's got a great body, buddy. Like <laughs> if I say that, you might not know what episode that's from. Right. Because it's, right. it's so small and subtle, but um, had a big impact. I remember. So I was going back to that interview you had uh, on YouTube with Gina, you mentioned uh, your, your, um, 
was it graduate school or was it just your undergrad where you wrote your thesis on like talk radio, I believe, or, or radio in general? Yeah, graduate school. Graduate yeah, school. Radio. So I have, I have a master's degree in library science, actually. And I, nice. wrote my, I wrote my thesis on Seinfeld and I tied it all into this whole information and I, I did like a whole thing on it. Um, but the reason why I thought of it is because I was in an archive class and I was like, you know what, Seinfeld, the show can be its own archive. Like what Howard's mentioned right. before with the tape, with the, with the, you know, the, um, uh, voice, uh, leaving a voicemail or leaving, um, you know, an answer machine. Like the first episode is, you know, we go from, from answer machines to the last episode with a cell phone walk and talk. And that's when it ends. So it ends right there. So it encompasses that whole nineties era pre-internet really. They make a joke about it at one point in season nine, a little bit cell phone, but anyone has a higher board up when they're watching Netflix, that's what triggered me. They're going to be like, this is like when we watched I Love Lucy in the 50s to these kids. Right. When they start watching Seinfeld. I don't know where this is going with a question, but I just thought it was a good discussion. Yeah. Of like, you know, the changing of uh, the eras and stuff. I also think like when it go, if you're looking for younger people to watch a show on Netflix, that was a series. You know, Friends, I think, is a big one that was watched by many generations. But I think my guess is that probably was watched by younger women and younger girls. I don't, I don't think, I don't see younger guys going to rewatch Seinfeld and I don't think younger women would find it interesting because it's a very guy oriented show. So I don't know when it goes to Netflix, if it will find a new audience as much as friends would, because I think the, those shows tend to find a new audience with younger women and not men. I agree. I don't, I don't, I wish I didn't agree, but I do. I think it's going yeah. to be a yeah. tough sell. I don't, I'm not, I don't have faith in some of these uh, younger, younger generations. Well, with but all the stuff. Do you care? No. I mean, I'd, li I'd like them to start listening to us once they start watching the show <laughs> and they start searching Seinfeld, like you said, they're like, oh, there's right. a podcast about it, you know, but right. other than that, you know. Are there right, other this, Seinfeld podcasts? There might be. I think there is a couple out there and we welcome them, you know, we welcome them. Actually, you know what? There is because I, I searched uh, Seinfeld podcast like maybe two years ago yeah and i was like whoa this is going to be perfect like they're breaking down every time so it was unlistenable I was oh like, really I just couldn't okay. yeah it was not the guys were boring okay Fair i'm enough. like you two very exciting <laughs> <laughs> oh man well listen al you know tony i don't know how much more you have but we appreciate no, I'm good i mean we got we got a half hour tony, out of it. i love it thank you so much let me, but, uh, let, me ask you quick, let me let me ask you something quick. Yeah. So, are you guys curb your enthusiasm fans? Yes. Yes. As much? No. No. Let me ask we you. We both thing, answered that I, without even knowing. That was kind of weird, actually. Uh, yeah. Do you think that the reason we're not all as hooked into Curb is that it wasn't on TV constantly in reruns? Maybe uh, yes. There's something to that. It also staggered itself. So he would take years off and then come back. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something to clicking around. Yeah. Something. Being PIX. On that's where we got into it. PIX. Right. Eleven o'clock. That's that's our first episode. We right. go into how we, PIX. Eleven o'clock. Eleven thirty. Seven o'clock. It was four times a day. I mean, it was like, yeah. No, there's something and, to that. I think. And there's something also to the randomness of like they didn't do the episodes in order, right? So there was something to right, clicking right. on and going, Oh, it's the Chinese restaurant. Yes. I'm gonna watch this. We used to go we talked about this our first episode. We were in the same study hall, first period study hall in ninth grade. It's all we were talking about is what was on eleven o'clock. Oh, it was the one we never saw before. We saw it only once and now we saw it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Did yeah, you guys that, watch when the, when the DVDs came out? Did you guys watch all the extras, like the interviews yeah, yeah. and things? I got the DVD box set. I have this here for reference. Nice. It's the coffee table book that comes for with reference. the uh, DVD box. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to ask us. I'm ready to go here, man. I got things lined up. <laughs> well, listen, I, I used to tell people we put it on in bars. I would laugh at it in mute. You know, I could enjoy the episode <laughs> at a bar with because we know what they're saying half the time. But the curb piece, I don't, I don't think the uh, curb is great. I, I just can't, I can't put it on the Seinfeld level. Like the impact it had on me. And maybe that's because, like Lauren Michael says, right, with Sarah Live, like Sarah Live is most impactful for people that are in, in your high school years, right? Yeah, Those yes. are like yeah. formative comedy years. Like you mentioned Stern 92. I agree. Like even Mike and the Mad Dog 92. All that's right. like those years were just like incredible. And I think uh, Curb's great show. I, I just I can't put it on that level. The, the other problem with Curb always was it had it followed such a formula right mm. so larry would have a run-in with some dude in the beginning of the show and then at the end of the show that guy would determine larry's fate with something right so it's like larry runs into a guy who won't let him who don't doesn't give him the wave after letting him in in mm. traffic and then that guy determines whether larry you know gets a home mortgage or something stupid you know it just became such a formula that you knew in the beginning when Larry would have a run-in with somebody, that guy's going to come back to, to bite him in the ass at the end of the episode. Yeah, it, I agree. It got a little stale-ish in that respect. It wasn't... Yeah. Uh, and because there's no script, it's hit or miss on how well they connect on their improv kind of yelling at each other stuff. How much can yeah. you hear Susie call them something? You know, it's just like, right. I don't know, but... Um, George, quintessential George, seasons three through five, six, you know, that, that's, that's Larry David anyway, right? So, right. And it's the best to me that George is what do you Yeah, it's, it's not like you're referencing Jeff, you know, like you're referencing these other, like, uh, right. secondary characters on right. Seinfeld. That's true. Did you like the, uh, the yeah. Seinfeld reunion season of Curve? I did actually. I did like that actually. I don't know what O'Hara thought. I liked. I actually liked the season finale of Seinfeld too, which we agree we both kind of liked as we got. That got some people didn't like it. I liked the season finale yeah. of Seinfeld. I liked the reunion on Curb. What did you think, O'Hara? I liked it. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't remember like top of my head like acting without acting. You know, George, <laughs> do I, that yeah. was good. I thought it was pretty good. I did Jerry. You know, the best because Funk Funkhauser tells that joke to Jerry. You know that yeah. when, when Funkhauser yeah. tells that, I mean that's one of the greatest. Uh, I loved <laughs> Funkhauser. I was I loved Funkhauser on I Curb, so that made me laugh for sure. I also love when somebody can play an asshole version of themselves. So like what George was doing, right. being this actor with the book, and then then. <laughs> treating him like this is a pamphlet you know I, I thought that was great it was good i agree the uh i mean so, so al, you'll get. al what are you so since we're on tv seinfeld i think is in your top five do you have is curb yes. in your top five shows of all time uh let me see i'll do it uh i'll, I'll do it like this i'll go uh seinfeld number one letterman on nbc at twelve thirty at night number two I like how you stick to the twelve thirty Letterman. You're, you're yeah, because they changed. They right, changed. right. No, I agree. Yeah, it was. It was like I was a little too young for the twelve thirty. I only got to see yeah. like the tail end of it. So, but I, I like that. So I'm gonna go uh, Seinfeld, that Letterman, Tom Green on MTV. Wow. I've Top been watching old clips. I, I agree. Legendary. I agree. He's doing some crazy stuff right now. If you want to sidetrack on Tom Green, he's traveling <laughs> the country in a van and videotaping it on YouTube. He's always been ahead of his time. I think. Green. Yeah, perhaps, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
that Tom Green MTV show, man, that was unbelievable. What are my back three? Yeah. Three. Hmm. And, and Al, Dateline and those stuff don't count, so. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll give you this one as a number four. Beavis and Butthead. Wow. Okay. Quality. That was quality programming. Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, we were talking. I've been, I've been talking about this with my. You remember the guy on MTV, cab driver guy, the crazy cab driver guy in those commercials. Yes. That guy was amazing too. He never got his own show, but just thinking about Beavis and no. Butthead, I remember those MTV. Did not movies. get his own show. That guy was funny, man. Was uh, Beavis that and Butthead be that same thing like '92 hour around there? Yeah, it was yeah, around there. Yeah, we were like yeah. eighth grade, I think, or ninth grade, something like that, probably. It is weird. You're right. Like, like that. That's why people always love the the music that they listen to in high school, right? And they always yeah. think. And you always think you're not going to become one of those people that when you get older, you're going to stop liking new things. But, you know, I feel like I hung on for a long time, but now I'm back to now liking we're, only We're those two 42-year-old guys doing a podcast about a show that we watched 20 years <laughs> ago. So you know to tell us. I mean, we're sitting there doing a midlife crisis here. Let's just recall. Oh, and I'll give you a Gary Shandling show. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Gary Shandling show was legendary. One. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good one. Another one. He just died, right? Yeah, probably five years. Yeah, probably, right, probably a couple years ago. Now. His comedians in cars with Jerry is good. His comedians in cars. Oh, with I Jerry. love those. Yeah, that was really. Some good. of those are so great when they really get into the, the discussion of. Uh, they get into some deep comedy discussions. Really good. Agreed. What's funny with that show is every time, based on the guests, where I think, "Oh, this is going to be hilarious," sucks. And then the ones where I was like, I don't even care about this person, but I guess I'll watch it. I got nothing else to do. Those end up being the, the better ones, I think. Yeah. No, it's, that's true, actually. I mean, a lot of times you're like, who the hell is this person? Jerry right. can bring it out of him, I think. That's good. what it right. is. It's all about expectations. And plus, I like when he's like driving around like New Jersey and I like yeah, you see things. Yeah, yeah. I always do that. I'm like, oh, I know that. Him and, him and Chris Rock got pulled over on 17 right by yes. uh, the Mawa Sheridan on that episode. <laughs> you know what? They got pulled over right, right over there. <laughs> That was a good one. All right, hey, Al, uh, yeah, one, last, one last thing from me. Yeah, I, got something. I, I got banned, or I don't know, banned, blocked from Ooh. WFAN. You know, I guess when you call in, you get blocked. I guess Francesca blocked me. Any way, uh, any way you can reinstate me? I'm Benny from Nyack is my code name. The only way I could reinstate you is uh, when I go back to work in the studio, which I'm not yet, you'd have to, like, send me an email and say, I'm going to call. This is my number. And then call in, you'll show up red. And then I can unblock you. <laughs> Very specific. Awesome. Thanks for that inside information. Yeah. You got it. That's awesome. Oh, cool. my gosh. Come on. I know, right? Hey, man, this guy. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, we were wondering about that. If it goes by name or by number. It sounds like it goes by number. Yeah, it goes by number. Um, you what do you got? Are you got anything else? We we were okay, no, and actually, the only time I did get through to you guys out, not that he remembers this, of course, I'm sure everyone says this to you, but uh, it was with Boomer. I was supposed to tell a Kenny O'Brien story with Rich Kotite, and then this was during the uh, Sandusky stuff, so the card cutter just went off, and he had a girl on the show. <laughs> oh and yeah, I ended up, the Penn State I ended up, girl. Yeah, yeah. That was legendary. I ended up being on for like two minutes. And I'm like, can I get to the uh, Kenny O'Brien story? He's like, hold on, hold on. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He destroyed that girl from, from Penn State Radio. Yeah, that right. was bad. That was bad. I mean, it was good. I, was bad. I, I, I played a little part. So there's our, our small connection. But, uh, <laughs> I like it. But, Al, uh, we, uh, 
appreciate all the we time. We can't you thank guys. you enough, man. This you was awesome. It. This was so amazing. I appreciate you it. We're looking it. for the the Al Dukes bump after this on uh, on all the socials. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you got thank, it. Thank you so much, Al. This was awesome. All right, just yeah, send this to me when it's when you're when you uh, upload well, it. Just tag me in it. I'll see it. Okay. If you uh, put it out on Twitter. Thank you so much, man. You got Thank it. You. This was awesome. All right. See you. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. All right. Are you still on? Yeah, yeah. You wanted well, to. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. I told you we should have more, you know? Like... I know. I, thought, I didn't know how long we were going to be on for. All of a sudden, we kept well, going. I, I ran I, out of stuff. I, I think a half hour to 40 minutes is crisp. I think it's, it's like... crisp. Yeah. I think we got out yeah. on top. We were starting to kind of die down a little bit because I was just like in and out. I didn't want to do anything stupid towards the end. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. Um, 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 his takes interesting. Yeah, well, we kind of uh, put him yeah. on the spot with somebody. I mean, we, he doesn't have a. I mean, we remember everything about everything, you know, like. Right. Um, he just. He just. Yeah, he's going back to '92 and just like loving life and thinking everything's great, but not like in the limo. I was shocked. I know. I know. I bet if he, I bet if he rewatches that episode, he'll change his tune. 